Hello, and welcome to Caverns and Krakens, an almost family-friendly D&D real play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Ethan Despain, and these are our players. Leslie Colton as Ekinem Umut, a thorny, threatening, and thunderous dragonborn monk. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. I'm Kodu Serene, playing as Mr. Pickles, who's a barbarian half-orc. Fun fact about Mr. Pickles is he is CDL certified. Certified. Nice. So if you ever need to move a big truck, he's your guy. But he's really bad at parallel parking. He can't navigate the boat, but if we're ever on a truck, he's our guy. He's the reason traffic backs up a whole block when the semi's trying to get into the receiving dock. Nice. He probably shouldn't have his CDL, but yeah. Caden Haywood has Scar, the lane and paladin. Who's very parched. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. he is. <laughs> Bo Wright as Meme Walker, who would like to make it very clear that bugbears are like an onion and they have layers. I can uh, see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good point. Good analogy. Yeah. Momo, <laughs> I've always been like visualizing you as like Shrek. So this, <laughs> works, this works great. We'll try to keep things a Slovakian 15, but there will be violence. Other applicable content information can be found in the episode description. You know, I thought you were just messing with the dark arts and probably not someone I could trust, but let's go. Let's let's do this. Yeah, I'm glad you trust me. I've... What's your name again? Uh, Frank. Oh, yeah, Frank. <laughs> Frank. I'm not going to lie. The name kind of helps. <laughs> uh, well, glad glad to help. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to cast many more spells today. This seems like a pretty safe room. I can have my zombie keep watch as well if we want to take a rest. I don't think... Any idea why those fire newts were trying to block your path? No, I... Who they were serving? It's been really stressful so far. I haven't had a lot of time to stop and consider these kinds of things. I'm not quite sure. Frank, if you need to take a rest, then that's one thing. But the rest of us just finished taking like a power nap. So if you could power on, yeah, that that might... Yeah, we can move on if you'd like. I could carry you. (laughs) Uh, I can walk just fine. I just don't know how many spells I have left for today. But yeah, we can at least make it to the end of this level and see. If you guys are helping me, I think I'll be able to do it. Let's do it. Do you want to like look around the room at all or do you want to just... Yeah, any more inscriptions? No, but there is that painting on the wall. Yeah, who's in the painting? That's like a pretty fancy ornate painting. You see there are three drow dark elves. There's two parents and a child dark elf. Might not be great if we run into them. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Let's just... Ekonem's in a good mood. Do you want to, like, look around the room at all, or do you want to just go straight through the door? Is there anything behind the painting? Do you try to, like, lift up the painting? Yeah. Okay, uh, you, like, go to move the painting. It falls off the wall and kind of, like, shatters onto the floor. Oh, no. There is nothing behind the painting. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) As you're, like, looking at this wall and looking at the shards of pieces, you didn't see it initially, but as you're looking at the room more... You see that to the left of the painting, kind of tucked in the corner, is another door that is like painted to look like the wallpaper of this room. Let's look in that door. So you open this door and you see a hallway leading down like 10, 15 feet. And then it opens up into like a kitchen. I'm down for a snack. Mr. Pickles, how do you have an appetite with the smell of rotting zombie flesh literally right next to us? (laughs) 
He's used to it because that's how his feet smell all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, should we go look in the kitchen? Maybe there's some cutlery we can take along with us. I, I don't think a steak knife is really going to do much against the battle axe already. We might as well look. So this is like a really like normal kind of larger industrial looking kitchen. There's like prep tables and that kind of thing. There's shelves and cabinets and stuff. It looks like a pretty normal kitchen just with like a lot of normal kitchen stuff. Can we check in the fridge if there's anything? Okay, uh, so you go up to the fridge. I want a brewski. You open the fridge. All the food has rotted away. I don't even flinch. I just look around. As you push like rotten food aside, you see a brewski in the back of the fridge. Ah, there it is. <laughs> nice and warm. <laughs> What's a good D&D beer name? Druidski. 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 so bad. Um, um, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Budweiser... <laughs> just say normal beer slowly a barbarian light it's a bard light bard light there you see you a bard it. light in the back of the fridge yeah. ah that's what i was looking for bardweiser hey momo you ever had one of these before yeah man i crack it open it's not cold it is not a cold one yeah <laughs> anything else in the room i'm gonna look around there's tons of stuff it's kind of a mess in here there's cutlery and utensils everywhere is there like a chef knife like a big knife there's a butcher's knife and a chef's knife and bread knife could i just take like two knives to replenish the daggers i gave to jimbo yep yeah just add daggers to your inventory sweet the necromancer's gonna follow you in here he's gonna look around the corner and be like oh wow look at that sitting on the floor next to the cabinet there's a jar he's gonna walk up to it and like pick it up and be like wow i haven't actually seen one of these in person that's pretty cool what is it i think this is an alchemy jug it can like magically produce certain uh, substances like oil and mayonnaise and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mayonnaise? Whoa. How do you control it? Like, is it random? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I've just heard about these in passing. I've never actually like dealt with one before. I think really hard about water and like shake it. Okay, wait. So you grab it from them. It's like a normal jug that you'd find like in an ancient civilization kind of thing. But there's like a bunch of different corks sticking out of it. When you turn it upside down, nothing happens. This would have been useful earlier. Filled it up with I mean, saliva. you did pretty good, Skull. Yeah, Scar, do you need any more water? If we can get this thing working. Sure. Frank is like, I think you have to name one of the substances. I'm going to take out one of the corks and think about water and like, water, water, water. Water starts pouring out. Yeah! You're a witch! Were you thinking about fresh water or salt water? Mm, fresh water because Scar was parched, right? At the rate of two gallons per minute, water starts pouring out of the jug. Whoa. I fill up my water skin that I dumped out. Water is actually a pretty important component to one of my spells, so I'll top oh. off, yeah. I wash off my foot. <laughs> <laughs> the water turns, like, very gray and green as you put your foot under it. It's been a while since I've washed these puppies. <laughs> Frank is like, oh, oh. Don't, don't step in that puddle. <laughs> I really wish you hadn't had to take oh. your shoes off. <laughs> oh, everyone backs up a little bit. <laughs> and, like, Squiggles, do you need any water? Squiggles, having woken up from his short rest, climbs off Momo's back, splashes around in the clean water a little bit, <laughs> trying to avoid the uh, contaminated water. And then he crawls back up on Momo's back. You now have a sopping wet kraken hanging on to your back. <laughs> My fur gets all matted. Did we see him drink? Where's his mouth? You did not see him drink. <laughs> that sneaky boy. Drink he has Will we ever find his mouth? <laughs> Ekonim, try saying Bardweiser into the jug again and give it a little shake. 
Bardweiser. I also say cast light and I open the other cork. Okay, so when you say Bardweiser, beer starts pouring out of that cork. And then cast light is another beer brand, maybe. Oh. Coors Light, but Cast Light. <laughs> yeah, Cast Light. Nice. Beer starts pouring out. It like switches from... It switches? Okay. Switches from Bardweiser to Cast Light Beer. <laughs> okay, so it can do one at a time. There was one cork or two corks? There are a lot of corks. Okay. <laughs> I top off my can with the Cast Light. You would dump out all the water you'd filled up and then you refill it with beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is better. <laughs> Maybe keep it at two beers for now, Mr. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. For all the people rules lawyering, you can only do one unique liquid a day. Oh. But we're going to okay. allow that just so we don't have to wreck on anything. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, in this kitchen, you see that there's like the hallway you came from. There's also another hallway. If you're looking top down, you went west to go into this like kitchen area. There's that hallway you came from. There's also one leading north, which is leading the same direction as that door from the main room. Right. Well, which way do we want to go? Let's go this way. Which is? <laughs> North, but from the kitchen. Okay. All right. I like that this is an audio podcast, but in spite of that, you didn't even point or anything. <laughs> you just said, let's go this way. <laughs> I'm used to rolling for it. Okay. It's a narrow hallway leading north, just like the one you came from. Uh, more like a service tunnel than like an actual like hallway thing. As you go down it, you go about 30 feet and there's a door there. Can we see through the door? Uh, no, it's a, it's a door. You cannot see through it. Scar, you want to carve a hole in it? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scar, you're going to try to carve a hole in the door? Yes. Break I the guess. door down, Scar. With my hammer. Okay, give me an attack roll. 13. Mm, okay, you bring your hammer down on the door and it like cracks a little bit, but it doesn't actually like break. Can we see through the cracks? Sure. You can see straight in front of you, there's like a wardrobe and there's like a chest next to it. You can't see much else, though. Would you like to hit it again? Should we just open the door? Yeah, let's just... Is it locked? I can MD try to open the door. Yes. Uh, it is not locked. It opens. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> you walk through and you see that you are in a bedroom. There's a king-size bed on the east wall, the wardrobe in front of you on the north wall with a chest next to it. There's like bedside tables next to the bed and on the east wall, there's a door. Anything in the chest? It is locked. Hmm. Anyone know how to open a chest that's locked? Hey, Scar, maybe take another swing with your hammer. Yeah. Okay. Give it a good wind up this time. Go for it. That's a 19. 19. Okay, nice. Yeah, you bring your hammer down. Roll damage. 13. Okay, so you bring your hammer down and it uh, shatters this chest. Yeah! You shatter the chest, out spills documents. And there are platinum pieces, but it's mostly like papers and that kind of thing. There's some artwork that was drawn by a child in here. Scar just starts scooping everything into the bag of holding <laughs> all the like all the documents and papers and everything yeah. wait, wait, wait Scott, okay. let me let me just take a glance can i try to uh, investigate the papers or anything yes you may okay. 21 okay cool uh so as you're looking through these papers there's a lot of like random like kid drawings a number of them are of like basically what you saw in the painting like two parents and the kid all together being a happy little family there's also just like random like documents that you would keep in a safe one of the papers you find, it kind of sticks out. It's written on like some fancy parchment, basically saying you're allowed to live here and like have as much as you want, whatever you want. You can live in wealth 
in this home uh, and do what you'd like, but don't let anyone like pass through basically is what the contract details. And then the bottom is signed uh, Hallister Black Cloak. Anyone familiar with the Hallister Black Cloak? I turned to the guy in the cloak. <laughs> <laughs> What's your real name? So he like looks down at the paper and is like, oh, wow, uh, that's a name I haven't seen in a while. I'm actually going to roll a history check for him to see if he can remember Waterdeep history. Okay, yeah, he passed. If I remember right, Halister Black Cloak was an evil wizard who created this, uh, the Undermounts, and who created these levels of uh, dungeon, basically. Evil, you say? Yes, he was, he was a very evil wizard. Not a, not a good dude. So you think he was kind of trapping this family down here? Uh, there's a signature of Halister Black Cloak. There's also two other signatures on the paper. Seems more like they were signing to, like, get all this wealth from him in exchange for guarding whatever he has here. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's what it looks like. Interesting. Akinem goes to the wardrobe and tries to open it. Uh, sure, you open it. There's just a bunch of clothes in there. Any black cloaks? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hmm. Whoa, those are cool. Maybe we could <laughs> pose as the family of black cloaks. How many black cloaks? There are two black cloaks. <laughs> I mean, I do have the ability to make myself look like any of them, but I don't think the rest of you could pass off a trouse, so. How long ago did Halister Black Cloak live? Oh, um, it's hard to say. So we could pose as his descendants, the Black Cloaks? I mean, yeah, you could sure try. I already have a Black Cloak, so. <laughs> or maybe Acolytes? Yeah, we're, we're followers of Halister Black Cloak and, you know... All right, that would work better than trying to pretend we are the uh, family that lived here, I think. <laughs> yeah. Ah, true, true. Yeah, we could pretend to be followers. I'm going to put on a black Except cloak. it kind of sounds like this dude is dead. I look at Frank. Yeah, we're trying to raise him from the dead. We have a necromancer and everything. That's, Ooh, actually, that's a good cover. Okay, we're here to raise Halister from the dead. Sounds good. That's our cover story, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so I have a black cloak. Mr. Pickles put on a black cloak, I see. I did. Uh, Akinem puts on a black cloak. Okay. There's not one for me, is there? No, there's only two in here. Right, also. well, um, could I... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, disguise stuff includes uh, clothing. Nice. It doesn't even take a spell slot because it's one of my eldritch invocations. So I just magically whip myself up a black cloak. Everyone but Scar has a black cloak on. Hey, Scar, do you want this bed sheet? It kind of looks like a black cloak. I mean, it's blue, but, you know... Close you enough. washed it with some bleach accidentally. <laughs> you guys always leave me out of stuff. Here, look. It's just like a black cloak. I like put it on him. It's just like a, a sheet. It's draped like over a huge, his head. It's a huge comforter, so it's super puffy. <laughs> <laughs> You're so resourceful. It's like it's like trailing out behind you. <laughs> I have minor illusion. I can make like the top five feet of a of a black cloak for Scar. Yes, you could do that. There you go. You got you got black and white. Oh, shit. <laughs> this looks awesome on me. <laughs> the bottom is just trailing <laughs> off behind him. Yeah. I'm, anything else in the room? I'm going to take another look. No. And yeah. there's two doors. Yeah, so there's the door you came out of going south back into the kitchen, and then there's a door heading east. Hmm, another door. <laughs> Do you guys think we should go through another door or all the way back into the first room where we missed that other door? <laughs> Well, they lead to the same place, right? I have a cartographer's yes, brain. Yes, with your cartographer's brain, you'd know that they would lead to roughly the same place. Uh. They, they probably go to the same place. Oh. I say we go onward. Onward and upward. Or Downward. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door 
in this room, there is a huge like area rug right in front of you. There are two like armchairs. So if we're looking like down on the rug, the armchairs are on like the west side of the rug. There's a couch on the north and the south side of the rug. There's a door straight across from you guys. And there's a door to your left on the north side of the room. In the middle of the room, however, floating in the air are two phantomy creatures. All right. Um, Spooky. They have not seen you yet. Dread carefully. Everyone put your hoods on. <laughs> uh, do you whisper tread carefully? I guess I did, yeah. <laughs> okay, roll stealth to see how quietly you whisper Hey, that. at least that's something I'm good at. Why am I trying to roll a d4? No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> four! I got that. four! Yeah, four. <laughs> Six plus five, eleven. Okay, uh, the one closest to you turns really suddenly and looks at you and then screeches. Uh, everyone roll initiative. Ten. Dirty twenty. Nineteen. Oof, Frank rolled in that one on his initiative. Has Squiggles finished? Yeah, he's, Squiggles, Squiggles is no longer resting. I will also roll for him since you remembered him. Oh my gosh, there's so many of you. That's fine. This is my fault. <laughs> okay, so you have these two kind of decaying phantomy people in front of you. Momo, you are first. Don't know what kind of thing will work best on a phantomy person. I just feel like swinging at them with a weapon is not going to yield the greatest results. How far away are they from me? Can I Eldritch Blast them or am I disadvantaged? They're like 15 feet away from you. If you're saying I'm not going to be disadvantaged on ranged, that is 15 plus 5, dirty 20. Nice. Okay, that hits. Roll your damage. 8 damage. What kind of damage is Eldritch Blast? Eldritch Blast is force damage. Okay, great. Yeah, you hit them with an Eldritch Blast. Ooh, I should have dealt an extra 2d6 of surprise damage to them. Oh, that was man. 9 damage. Okay, Scar grabs his Warhammer and he charges up there and he swings it. Oh, he gets a 14. Okay, that hits, but barely. <laughs> yep, and he does it for 11 damage. You're hitting the close one, right? Yes. Now it's his turn. So you got right up in his business. So he's going to bring his long sword down on you, Scar. Okay. He crits. Oh. No. So he brings his long sword down on you. He's not doing just a regular long sword attack, though, is the issue. He's doing a life drain attack. So you take your maximum hit points drop by 10 points. Uh, like permanently? Until you take a long rest. Your maximum hit points have dropped 10 points. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Scar! Oh, I felt the life drain out of me. These guys are just out to get Scar or something. It's going to try to hit you again with its long sword. Uh, oh, no. Does a 19 hit? <laughs> if I have my shield, it wouldn't. But I don't have my shield on, so... You take 7 damage. Now it is the other one's turn. The other one pulls out a longbow and is going to shoot Momo. Guys, I, I've done my part. <laughs> uh, yeah. A 15 doesn't hit. I right? hold up my shield and block it. He pulls out his longbow, shoots an arrow. Momo blocks it with his shield. He readies another arrow and shoots it, and it sails right over Momo's shoulder. Now it is Ekonem's turn. Okay, can I maneuver myself so that they're in a line? Yeah, you can kind of push right next to Scar. Okay, I will use my breath weapon. They need to make a DC 12 dex save. Okay. So what are these? Uh, these are whites, W-I-G-H-T. 
One of them passes, one of them fails the dex check. Nine points of damage or half damage to the one that succeeded. Okay, great. That was Ekna, Mr. Pickles. What are you doing? I'm going to use my new dancing great sword. Nice. And I don't know if I can attack both of them at the same time. You said they're close by? They are, but I think it's just one attack on this turn, and then you can attack the farther one next turn. Oh, okay. I swing with my dancing great sword. Do I swing with it? <laughs> As a bonus action, you command it to like fly over there. Actually, you don't know the command word. Oh, Oh, wait, that's going to work, actually. So I tried to swing with my dancing greatsword and make it attack it, but it just flops on the ground because I don't know the command word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I rolled a seven. (laughs) Okay, nice. Okay. Uh, So Mr. Pickles pulls out his new dancing greatsword, throws it into the air to try to hit the close white, but because he doesn't know the command word, it just clatters to the floor next to him. Because that's a bonus action, you can still, like, attack normally if you'd like. Okay, I'm gonna swing with my great axe as well. Okay. You said there are 14? Yes. So I swing with my great axe, and I deal 15 damage. Oh, dang. Okay. You throw your sword, it clatters to the side. (laughs) You pull out your trusty great axe, and you run up there, and you slash it right through the midsection with your great axe. It, like, passes through it, but it, like, severs the spine. This one goes down. Oh, yeah. Let's aim for the spine. And now it is Squiggles' turn. Squiggles is going to just try to, like, fling a rock. He has daggers. <laughs> Wait. Okay, sure. He has he has daggers. <laughs> a rock. <laughs> He's going to try to fling a dagger at the one that's left. Squiggles pulls out a dagger, flings it at the phantom, and it dodges right out of the way. Uh, so it is not hurt. Now it's Frank's turn. Frank is going to cast Chill Touch. He crits on his uh, Chill Touch. Yeah. Nice one, Frank. Not the Frank Momo knows and love, but second frank frank two frank two okay good damage so 11 damage from frank two's chill touch now it is back up to the top momo your turn why try to fix something that isn't broken let's go with the eldritch blast again and that is a yeah i definitely hit (laughs) okay nice that is four damage scar what are you doing i'm just gonna do the same thing Let's see, my dice fell on the ground again. <laughs> what will he roll? <laughs> Epic action! It's caught in the shag carpet. <laughs> Is it another nat one? Probably. <laughs> he rolled. Wait. <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, that hits. Yeah, damage. So that's four damage, and then I'm also going to add another 2d8 because I'm doing Divine Smite. Nice. That is an extra 11 damage on top of that. And these aren't fiends, are they? Or undead? These are undead. Oh, extra. An extra 1d8. Okay, do it. So that's another six. Okay, great. That's a lot of damage. That looked like it really phased him. Okay. Dead? Is not dead. Well... It's undead. Uh, anyway, uh, so who's the... <laughs> nice. Come back in two weeks for more beat comedy like this. And that's where we'll end our episode. <laughs> They're going to swing their long sword down on Mr. Pickles. They hit. Oh, thank goodness. Hey. <laughs> and they're going to do their life drain again. Oh, crap. Oh, shoot. So your max hit points drop down by eight. 
Nice. Okay, and then they're going to take another normal longsword attack at you. Oh, that one definitely hits. And that's another eight damage. Two-handed, two very powerful strikes against Mr. Pickles. Uh, now it is Ekonem's turn. Okay, Ouch. I take my quarterstaff two-handed, I whack it on the side of the head, and then try to whack uh, center mass uh, with the end of it. Okay. 15 plus 5. That hits. 6 points of damage. Okay. And then flurry of blows. So I spend a key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Okay, nice. So that is... 15 plus 4. That hits. That is 4. The second unarmed strike is... Does a 11 hit? No, right? No. Yeah, okay. Mr. Pickles. Ekonom, any idea what the command word is for this dancing sword? Because I kind of want my pickaxe back. <laughs> I would say, like, maybe fight or in draconic, the draconic word for fight. I say that. It does not work. Well... Mm -hmm. Activate, draconic word for activate. What's the uh, person's name that did this whole thing? Dark cloak or something? A black cloak. Black cloak, fight him. Uh, nothing happens. <laughs> okay, well, it was worth a shot. I'm going to use my great axe, though. Dirty 20. Wow, nice. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a little swingy swing with my great axe and do 10 damage. Ooh, nice. And then I kick this dancing sword as well because I'm <laughs> pissed. Yeah, <laughs> it flops over a little. It is Quiggles. Squiggles is going to try to bite the ghost. <laughs> he crits. Okay, <laughs> so Squiggles runs up and so quickly that you can't even see how or where or what happened. Squiggles <laughs> bites the kraken. Squiggles Wait, bites the kraken. The, I'm sorry. The white. Squiggles the kraken bites the white. In a flurry, Squiggles jumps up and bites through the ghost and lands on the other side. How did he bite him? Where's his mouth's turn? It was so fast, so hard oh to tell. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's a whirlwind of tentacles? Yeah. This guy uh, must have razor sharp teeth or something, wherever they are. Chimbo, do you have razor sharp teeth? Yes. Yes, I do. Would you mind showing us them sometime? Yeah, give us a smile. Oh, you teeth like mine then. <laughs> Some little toothy smile. Uh, gives you a tentacle thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Does not smile back at you. Frank is going to do a withering touch. He hits. Nice one, Frank, too. Yeah, well done, Frank, too. Now it is back up to Momo. How dead does this thing look? Clinging to the undead afterlife that it has. <laughs> Clinging to whatever state of existence it is currently the in. Unlife. Not going to waste any bonus actions, then. It is looking a lot more tattered than when you, when you began. It continues to screech at you. All right, Frank, let's finish this guy off. 19. So I blast him with another Eldritch Blast, and that is... Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no okay you eldritch blast right through him it is still clinging to this state of existence scar what are you doing <laughs> all right time to die deal probably the final um, blow okay i'm just doing the exact same thing you can eldritch blast too <laughs> 12 damage okay is any of that radiant no Okay, you bring your warhammer straight down on top of it and compress it into the ground and it poofs and disappears. Yeah. Now that we've finished fighting, I look over at Frank because he clearly knows about warlocks and I've been Eldritch blasting the entire time. Yes, <laughs> he looks back at you. <laughs> Says Bard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going with, please. I will respect your wishes. The camera just cuts back and forth between them. <laughs> Narrowing <laughs> your eyes. 
nod, somber nod. Get closer to their face. Everybody. Very well, as you wish. <laughs> okay, so there's like couches and chairs and stuff in this room. There is a door straight to the north, a door like leading to the bedroom where you came from to the west, and a door to the east. I sit on the couch. Well, thanks to those guys, my max hit points are only at 15. What the heck? I'm going to sit here. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> Still pretty good. Scar, where are you at? Uh, I'm at three. <laughs> All right, Scar. Um, let me let me help you out a bit. I pull out some water from my newly replenished flask of water, nice. and I cast Armor of Agathies on Scar. Wait, oh wait. Before I do this, uh, we're not planning on like taking a short rest. I mean, short rest would be good for my abilities. Are we taking a short rest? Because this will just wear off during the short rest and be a complete waste. I have one key point left. I could do this for two of you. I can give two of you some temporary hit points. My HP is good, though. All right. Guys, uh, can we just, like, spend the night here? Uh, How safe does it look to us now? This couch is really comfortable. We could go back to that shed. Roll insight whoever would like to i'm good at insight roll with advantage since you guys are all helping acronym 17 plus 320 the two whites like phantom people that you just fought were the same drow from the painting just like very disfigured and stuff so these are probably the people that signed that contract and then there's a child somewhere that we haven't fought yet Yes, there's also a child in that painting. All right, well... Plan, improvise, cloaks as acolytes is not going well. (laughs) Yeah, looks like they turned into some sort of demon things. It's not a demon, I can tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know that? (laughs) I mean, we learn about uh, all sorts of different creatures at Bard School. I can tell you that's not a demon. That's uh, some sort of ghost or something. Yeah, that's uh, that's an undead. I'm very familiar with with those, says Frank. So, should we continue on? Try to defeat that child before we rest? It'll be fine. I'll be less useful in the fight. My HP's good. If we're going to power on, I'm going to take care of whoever's lowest on HP. So, uh, Scar? I'm only one point down. That would be me. All right. I pull out some water and make a nice shield for you, Scar. So now you have five temporary hit points and you'll deal five damage anytime a creature successfully attacks you while you have those temp hit points. And those are separate from your max, right? Uh, yeah, they're 10 pit points, so they would be separate from the max. And then I will do lay on hands on myself for two, okay. just to bring me to 10. Nice. Who else is low? I'm good. I'm at seven, but... Uh, well, that's a little bit lower than me, so I guess we'll... Don't need to, but... Uh, let's save the spell slot in case we need it. Maybe I'll Sounds need to charm good. someone with my charming look. I'm going to pick back up my dancing sword and... Curse at it. Okay. <laughs> it starts floating. It worked. Is this the command word? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> did it, did any of those words work? <laughs> no. You should inspect the sword. See if there's yeah, anything. If you want, you can roll investigation. It's like written in huge letters across. Mr. Riggles puts on his glasses. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it says right here in the manual. Dirty twenty. Okay. There's like a fold out manual, like, oh. With a dirty 20, you know that 
you will be able to pick a new command word once you attune to the item. So normally I just let you automatically attune to items, but since this was attuned to somebody else before, it'll take after a long rest, we'll say. So once you wake up next morning, you can pick a new command word for the dancing sword. Sweet. Well, I'm just going to go to sleep with this tonight and wake up and it'll like me. Yeah, you just have to bond with it. Yeah. Some quality time I'll together. Give it a cuddle. Spend some time. <laughs> yeah. Let's go find that child. And kill it. Which door are you going through? <laughs> um, Eknem? There's the door you came out of, a door to the north, and a door to the east. Let's hop over to the east and just check, okay. and then continue northwards. You open the door to the east, and inside you see a mirror, a sink, and a toilet. Frank kind of like looks behind you, looks at the toilet, then looks over at Momo and says, Oh, hey, uh, do you need to go? You're constipated, right? <laughs> Or was that I mean, a lie as well? Or was that a lie too? <laughs> oh. Is there nothing I can trust about Momo you? Momo goes and takes a very long time in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if he actually went or not, but he's been in there for like 10 minutes before he comes back out. The uh, the toilet in there, you like lift up the lid and there's just like magma below. Uh, so don't fall in. All right, I come out. I'm done. Okay, nice. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. <laughs> so there's the door in front of you. Anyone else got to use the toilet? I'm Last good. Trends. I think so. Let's go. You swing open this door and you see a child's room. So there's like a child-sized bed and some seats, like a little rocking chair and stuff. There's a rug in the middle of the floor. Let's try to be a bit more stealthy this time, guys. Sitting on the bed facing you is oh, a oh. child phantom looking down at a toy on the ground. Wait, wait, wait. wait no, no, no. Uh, is this Bobo, like, <laughs> beckons to all of them to be quiet. Do we need to go through this room? Is it part of our path? Or could we just That's walk around the it? the only path forward, right? In the back left corner, hewn into the rock, are more. there is an open door with stairs leading down. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... This is probably not going to work. I'm going to use disguise self to make myself look like the ghost parent. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Sure. Oh. Uh, the ghost parents were super disfigured, so they didn't actually have, like, mouths to speak from. But, yeah, you can make yourself look like them. I'm just going to silently, like, try not to draw its attention and try to go down towards the stairs and see what happens. I'm not, like, doing it to try to talk to it but it's more like my backup plan so would i roll stealth you don't have to roll stealth so as you disguise yourself to look like one of the phantoms the child like looks up at you and then continues depressingly looking at the toy on the ground there okay i look back at everyone like this is horrible <laughs> <laughs> like i have no idea what you're going to do frank pushes past you and walks up to the phantom child he picks up the toy on the ground and tries to hand it to him and the child just like looks at him with big eyes and like reaches out and so frank like puts the toy in his hand and it just falls through frank kind of like sits there for a minute and then turns around and looks at you guys and says you know what i think i can help this kid out i don't think we need to i don't think we need to murder him in cold blood yeah i was trying to avoid that that's why i did the whole yeah, I'm uh, proud of you for doing that. That's a good move. It's going to take a long time, but I think I have a couple spells I can help him move on to his next step in his journey. 
Okay. Uh, uh, Scar goes up to the kid and like gets onto his level, like on one knee or whatever, and he says to him, "Hey, kid, it's a rough world out there. I had to make it through without my parents. I think, I think you'll make it too." <laughs> he looks up at Momo, who's disguised as one of his parents, and like <laughs> cocks his head a little bit to the side and is like. <laughs> nods at you like a, a little confused like okay oh no <laughs> frank is like okay you know what we're this gonna is so sad. i'm gonna help you pass on um is that okay come come with me kid and he begins opening a spell book and getting ready to perform a ritual so frank's got the kid covered what do the rest of you want to do i hand the kid my half empty bard wiser and it just try to hand it to him and it just falls it, it just floor. falls to the ground yeah, like no no don't give beer to a child <laughs> hey, this kid's been through a lot guys <laughs> it just spills all over the ground oh crap you've just lost the rest of your bardweiser <laughs> we could continue but uh... frank how many spells did you have left you said you were low earlier. Yeah, I won't be able to go on until I rest for quite some time, so. What if you help the child pass on to the next life, and then we take a rest in this room afterward? I think that's a good idea. I think we should do that. That's what happens. So it, it takes one hour, but Frank is able to talk to the kid a little bit and figure out, like, what's going on, and helps the kid pass on to the next phase in his existence. So the kid just kind of like fizzles away and becomes one with the air. Frank kind of like dusts off his knees, stands up, is like, okay, I'm definitely going to need a rest after that. Do you want to take a rest in this room or out like on the couches out there? I think I'm going to see if one of those chairs can recline. And Frank walks back into that other room. Well, there's bedrooms. I think we can all find a comfy place. Do you all just like find a place, a comfy place to rest? Yeah. I'm going to go in the king size bed. Hey, Scar, can I have that sheet back? I'm going to be cold. <laughs> but it's my cloak. Oh, right. You, you'll Never still mind. have the... Uh, top five feet. Top five feet. <laughs> Actually, that minor illusion would only last one minute, so I guess it's gone. <laughs> you notice, Mr. Pickles, that I've been, like, crying into the cloak. <laughs> oh, you know what? Never mind. It's a little wet. It's like snot all over sure. it. <laughs> you can have it if yeah, you want. You, no, you're good. Frank commands the half of his zombie that's remaining to like go watch the front door. So you all can take a long rest. Your max hit points come back. So after uh, six to eight hours, you all get up again and go towards the steps in the back of the room. As you look down, it's pitch black down there. And there's like ooze dripping down the sides, like more and more as you get farther and farther down. Who is going to lead the party? I slept in this room all night and I could not stop staring in there. <laughs> so is it Momo's turn? Momo? All right. I, I was going to say, Scar, you can kind of tell there's more of a resolve and determination in him. So I was going to suggest I lead. Yeah, both Scar and Momo have not led. Yeah, I was going to say I would, yet. but it sounds like Scar's ready to go. He had a good cry last night after seeing that touching moment. <laughs> so Scar, you lead the party down these steps into the darkness. As you're going down the steps, make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Six. As you reach the bottom of the steps, you step on that last step, you look behind you, and as you take that next step, you fall right through a gelatinous cube and get stuck like at a 45 degree angle before you hit the ground and you start taking acid damage and cannot breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everyone follow me. Wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. Proceeds to get stuck in a jello cup. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah, the tin cap, the tin lid. You look above me. you and you see a, a tin lid floating. <laughs> <laughs> that is where we'll end. Oh, man. <laughs> will Scar survive the gelatinous cube? But more importantly, will we ever get the answers we so desperately need about Jimbo's mouth? Let's be honest, we all know we're not getting that one. Listen to episode 6 on July 7th to find out. If you enjoyed the show and are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate the show five stars. It really helps new people find the show. Our DM is Ethan Spang. Editing was done by me, Bo Wright. Our show art was created by Seth Prestwich. Our theme song was made by Ethan Spang with assistance from me. We'll be back in two weeks. Maybe keep it at two beers for now, Mr. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Yeah, you can't you can't drive the teleportation orb if you've had more than two. <laughs>